Hey everyone, it's Angie, your host of the Sincerely Angie podcast. For all things related to this podcast and me, visit SincerelyAngieM.com. Don't forget to check the show notes because there may be a link or two that can help you support the podcast, such as my Rakuten referral code. I've mentioned Rakuten plenty of times before in the past. All I'll say is free money. Click the link and get some free money. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And hopefully today's topic will spark a conversation in your life. Stay tuned. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Angie, and welcome back to the Sincerely Angie podcast. Wait, are we... We're going to do it on... She say... I may put it on both. Bruh. Hey, everybody. It's Angie, and welcome back to the Sincerely Angie podcast. In today's episode, we have a ghost on the show. You have not heard this voice yes, in a very long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. She shouldn't have left us without a dope beat to step to. But it's Anitra May, y'all. My best friend Anitra May is back on the podcast. Hey everybody. I am back. Like I you never back. left. Like I never left. <laughs> like I never left. So welcome back, Anitra May. Um, we are going to introduce you in just a second. But for those of you, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, Anitra is my best friend. She has been on the show multiple times before. And we also did our own podcast called She Say, She Say, which the episodes are still up. So if you want to go and check out that, go and check us out. You for sure are <laughs> going to have a laugh or two. For sure. And if you listen to last week's episode, Swizzy Hunter was ranting and raving about my best best friend <laughs> he's fangirling over my best friend so she's back today and we are going to have a conversation about gender roles so today's episode is dear gender roles so anitra tell us a little bit about yourself for the newcomers so hi everyone i am the shy one out of the two of us <laughs> just in case you guys didn't know just in case you were wondering out there i am the shy one take that um, with a grain of salt <laughs> I am an entrepreneur and I have my own company called Harmony Holistics Body and Soul Care. You can definitely find us on Instagram or at HarmonyHolistics.com. That's just a little shameless plug. Uh, But just a little background, Angie May and I have been friends for... A long time, well yeah, almost, over a decade. Almost yeah, almost 20, 20 years. years. Almost 20 years. So it's a long time in this thing. We invested. Yes, We have definitely sure. invested. We have been uh, definitely doing life together, yes. all the things. Yes. But we are very different, and we have varying opinions on things. That's yes. why a podcast with the two of us is always it's so gold. interesting. It because, is very much gold. Ooh, child. <laughs> and we're both opinionated. Very but like I said, I'm a shy one. So yeah, that's me, y'all. That's me. <laughs> so yes, Anitra and I have known each other for a very long time, as she said. And we we have not always had, like, not really cat fights, but back and forth discussions. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until, I guess, we were both comfortable with one another and topics mm-hmm. in ourselves. And we, would able, we were able to express ourselves. And it may get a little bit, you know, heated, but things have never gotten, like, there's never far. been it yeah, won't it's ever, never be yeah. it'll never be that far but when we realize that you know she stick to her guns i stick to my guns she has her opinion i have my opinion we realize that we can communicate in a way that mm-hmm. only we can and we understand it right somebody else see us having an opinionated conversation and they're like oh my god they're about to fight and it's like, like yeah no nah, that's not, not gonna, gonna happen, happen. <laughs> right not ever that's just that's just the way it is so we'll go into this whole spiel and then be like 
All right, so uh, so what we doing next week? Right. So you know, it, it's never that serious. So. If it's it gets like that, yes, it's very entertaining. <laughs> if it gets like that in this episode, which it shouldn't because, number one, there's no liquor involved. Thank God. Ooh, Praise child. the Lord. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord. There's no liquor involved. So, all right, y'all. I'm sorry about that. I had to set up a mm-hmm. secondary mic because my my computer be tripping and it drops out some of the audio sometimes. And I need y'all to get all of this. All of it. All of it. So we're talking about gender roles today. And this, number one, Ooh. like I talked about with Swizzy Hunter, I share a lot on my stories. I share a lot because I want to motivate, spark a conversation, or just to kind of spread some type of awareness about something that I feel to be informative or something like that. But whenever I do share like these podcasts that go viral for these 30, 45 seconds, a minute long conversation that they may have had, I'll post it and then Anitra, she'll come in and she'll say, She'll give her spill and she'll say, oh, girl, we need to talk about this. And that's what happened. The last few that I shared, she was like, we need to talk about this. We need to unpack this. And so that's why we're here today. So we're talking about gender roles between, you know, men and women and Mm -hmm. feminine woman and masculine man and such. So where do we start, Anitra Me? So let's start. I'm going to let you have this. Okay, so let's start here because on social media, a lot of people share a lot of things. You know, they share their opinions. And how they feel. And as of late, I have seen so many conversations, podcasts, preachers talking about masculine women and what a woman's role is in a relationship. Even a friend that we have in common a couple of weeks ago, she posted how maybe a feminine woman can get more out of her man versus a woman that's more masculine um and of course i had a lot to say about that because the truth of the matter to me is was this uh just post yes oh, okay and if you saw it then you saw I a saw, lot of my I, comments I if commented, you go back and read one it that i shared and she shared my comments she so shared I, mine too. I thought it could have been you but i wasn't sure it was me <laughs> <laughs> it was me because i'm like oh my god that drives me insane so this is where i want to start with like the men's commentary on women being masculine and feminine and what the female's role is. I want to start here. There would never even be a conversation about feminine women or masculine women if men had done the right thing to begin with. I agree. It wouldn't even be a conversation. We wouldn't even know anything different other than what they perceive to be feminine or what they perceive to be our role as a woman. We wouldn't know anything different if men had continued to go to work, come back home from work, bring their paycheck home, take care of their wife, take care of the children and not make 9 million children all over the place, leave home and then women had to step up step out and take the place of what the man was supposed to do and what has been the traditional gender roles for so long. So if now men are having an issue with women being more masculine, okay, look at your daddy and your grandpa and their daddy and their grandpa Mm -hmm. and blame them because now this is where we are. But also beyond that, for me, I am not... I was not created to, I was not created for some domesticated slavery. I wasn't created <laughs> to be a housewife or to just be a, a cook, make babies, and serve a man. 
if that was the case, then God wouldn't have given us our own mind to be able to do different things. He would have given us something to, we would have been the woman from um, coming to America, whatever you like. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it is. You like, yeah. We would just be that. And so all the commentary from all the men, and you see a lot of men saying it, you do see some women and we'll unpack that. Yeah. But you see so many men talking about what women are supposed to do or what we are supposed to be like and what their expectations are. But I never hear the same men talk about what they're going to do or what they should be doing or what the expectation is. It's all about their wants and their needs. And I'm like, this is insane. It's very insane. So my perspective, I agree with everything you just said. My initial response when men's when when people say that the men started leaving homes, I agree with that, but I also know that men were forced out of the homes a while back. Mm-hmm. So back in the day when men were forced out of the homes, I see how some women had to step up. But mm-hmm. then it became a problem, as she stated, when the men would go to work, but they would not come straight home. They didn't come straight home and bring the paycheck. They were out creating all of these other families. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with somebody recently, and they were trying to say, okay, so where, where does the issue come in? The issue comes in because of women having to step up and play the man role or be the masculine person in mm-hmm. their home because these men will have kids with everybody and he can't be in everybody's household. So Absolutely. if you have five different baby mamas or ch- mothers to your child or children, you have five different homes that are potentially broken because you as a man are not there. Yep. So if Nick Cannon for one, Nick Cannon got money and he said he's there for all of his kids. But you have eight or nine different women who are now single mothers because he feels the need to spread his, his sperm seed. everywhere. Yep. His seed, which is a better word. To spread his seed everywhere. And y'all blaming on a woman saying, oh, well, she's a single... Why is she a single mom, though? Because she had sex with somebody who is very popular. He's wealthy, and mm-hmm. he's going around raw-dogging any any person he comes in contact with. Mm-hmm. So that's the woman's fault. When can we start to hold each other accountable or even hold ourselves accountable? Exactly. Because it's not just the man's fault, and it's not just the woman's fault. From Depending on who you're talking to, they'll say, well, she should have never this. Well, what about him? He's not at fault? Like, how, how are you placing blame on a woman for being a single mother, but you're not placing the blame on a man for stepping out either on, number one, his, his woman, his wife, his family, or why is he going around having sex unprotected with all of these different people, knowing that a potential outcome is pregnancy or a sexually mm-hmm. transmitted d- disease? So, for me, like, I want to go even further, right, that women way back when and i'm talking years and years ago before we were born or maybe anybody listening to this podcast were born women were treated as if they were secondhand citizens Mm -hmm. right and so uh some people because you know a lot of people like to lean on the bible when it's convenient for them right and so they'll make it seem like you know the woman was supposed to be the man's helpmate and so we as people decided and determined what that looked like, right? And so we decided that the man would be the hunter and he's going to go out and he's going to be the provider and the woman is going to stay at home and she's going to make the home a home and she'll raise the children and she'll cook the food and she'll do all of these domesticated things. Like I said, we as people 
decided that oh so long ago. So what that also meant is that women were not educated. Women didn't have the options to go to college. Women, matter of fact, they couldn't even open a bank account without their husband's permission. They couldn't have a bank account with just their name on it. Or if they wanted to go to the bank and take some money out, they had to have their husband's permission mm -hmm. to do these kind of things. So women were really treated like secondhand citizens. And that's why women went from their daddy house to their husband house. And their husband was seemed like some sort of like their daddy, right? Yeah. But once women decided that hey i have a mind i have a brain and i can think for myself i think that so many people have started to say oh that's masculine all of us every man every woman has some femininity and has some masculinity right right we're all dual sides there's more than one side to all of us some people a lot of people would say that me i am this is in a relationship outside of a relationship that i'm much more masculine than i am feminine and i can be very feminine it's all about how i'm feeling or what the situation is but i'm never going to be the woman that's docile i'm never going to be the woman that is going to submit to a man in some antiquated traditional thought process i can think for myself i'm educated very mm -hmm. educated i can communicate with a man or my man and we can make decisions and we can do things together and within our household we can do what is going to work for us right i don't believe that there needs to be a specific gender role placed upon people because at the end of the day i don't think that people are really ready for that no because back in the day when there were these specific gender roles for the men who were taking care of their family even if they had outside families they came home and they took care of the family and they did whatever the fixing of the car the fixing of anything that broke inside of the house they did the all the discipline they paid every single bill so nobody was without food mm -hmm. the Nobody was knocking on the door saying, hey, your rent is later. You didn't pay your mortgage. There was food in the refrigerator, food in the cabinets. They had a car. They had all the things that they needed. And the woman was allowed, allowed mm -hmm. to go shopping and spend money and, and go and get her hair fixed and all of these things. Whereas now, time in life is so different. Very different. Most women work. Yes. And guess what? The women who don't work. They are with a man who is wealthy. We're not talking about, oh, we're just comfortable and have just a little money. No, they're wealthy. Mm -hmm. They have money, money. And you have to have that now because most people have single or not have more than one source of income. Yep. Because things are much more expensive. Life is different. Children are, both children, male and female, are going to college. Things cost a lot more money and people have different expectations so it's insane to me to hear men in 2022 talking about gender roles mm -hmm. and why women don't cook and clean yeah. like they used to. Your mama didn't teach you how to um, cook nothing <laughs> or how to clean nothing. Your daddy didn't teach you how to cook or clean anything. It's not 1950 it's not. anymore. And that video that you responded to where the guy was saying, why don't women cook anymore? And the other guy said, uh, because she's tired after working. And he said, well... So she can't cook like he said, aren't you tired when you get off of work? Exactly. And so, the, you know, the guy really didn't have much to say, but he's like, the, what do you mean gender roles? Like he said, each person do what needs to be done. And I agree wholeheartedly yes. with that. 
Now, granted, do I want to take the trash out? I don't. But have I done it for the last 30, however many years I, how, mm-hmm. of age I am? You know, haven't I done it? I did. I can do it. If the man is there and he takes it out, fine. If he doesn't take it out and I'm there and I have to take it out, it's got to get taken out. So I'm just supposed to not touch the trash because I'm a woman? Mm-hmm. No. Same thing. If he's hungry or he's a cook and he enjoys cooking, is he not supposed to cook because he's a man and I'm exactly. supposed to cook because I'm the woman? Like, that just, it doesn't make sense. And I think people say things just to say it, but they don't understand the depths of the things that they're saying. Right. Gender roles. Okay, so there's a show, well, everybody knows, Married at First Sight. I watched Mm -hmm. that. And this current season, there's a guy on there named Justin, and he's very, he's a black guy. He's very emotional. Like, he'll cry (laughs) at the drop of a dime. He told a girl he loves her already. Like, he's very sensitive and very, he, he's just, and she's like, I'm not used to this. She said, but I need this because I'm so, rah, you know, mm-hmm. from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and I fried chicken hard the first time and my coochie good. That, okay. She's like, <laughs> she, <laughs> so she's like that and he's like that, but it's like, are you supposed to take him now as less of a man because he can shed a tear? Because we do want somebody with emotional intelligence. Absolutely. You don't want somebody who does not know how to cons- uh, console you or comfort you if you're whatever. But does that mean he's less of a man because he can he cries and a woman hasn't cried yet or whatever? Like the gender role, everything about gender roles where a man should be this and a woman should be this is why society is crazy now. Absolutely. Because you have men who will not shed a tear, who will not even embrace you or comfort you because they feel like they're being too feminine they're mm-hmm. being too well i'm supposed to be the man i can't do this because that's gonna make me less of a man says who says who and whoever said it why are you concerned why with what they have to say like the show what is the name of it love and marriage huntsville not huntsville dc love oh. and marriage dc mm-hmm. one of the couples on there the guy um dj quicksilver he said that when his mom died, he did not cry. He wasn't allowed to cry. His dad told him, men don't cry. Jesus. And so from that time until now that he's a, an adult male, that is his perspective. And his wife is like, nah, we got to work on that. And she's actively working with him on that. And I'm like, man, could you imagine being in a relationship with somebody who's so closed off emotionally? They don't know how to express it and they suppress it. And guess what? It's going to come out one way or another. And a lot of times it comes out in anger. When you're frustrated, all those emotions come out and then you don't know how to unpack it or deal with it yourself. And then that causes problems within all of your relationships. Yeah. And... As women, we need that. We need somebody who can connect with us on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. And we want to know how you're feeling. Yes. We want to see those emotions. Yes. And if we can't, it's a struggle. So we're constantly pulling. And then it becomes a game of tug and war. Yes. Tug and war within a relationship just because somebody told you men don't do a certain thing. Like, let go of all of these it's, things. It's so unfortunate because I found myself in a situation, which we all have, where you... Everybody is big on vibes and Mm -hmm. we've been on big on vibes for a couple of years now But you can literally tell when a vibe is off between uh, somebody, you know So if I'm asking you, hey, what's wrong? I know something is clearly wrong. You say nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong Okay, just say hey look I'm not ready to talk about it right now Right, but for you to say no nothing's wrong then a week later come back and say okay Here's why why I get it. Sometimes you don't have to say everything in a moment but at least say I'm feeling something right now. I don't know how to process it without 
maybe hurtful words coming out. Right. But for you to just be like, nah, I'm going to hold it in. I'm not going to tell. That's number one. And like I said in last week's episode, that's gonna, or last episode, that's going to cause resentment. Absolutely. It's gonna, you're going to build up. And like you said, that's going to come out in anger. It's going to come out in a way that that person may not even know how to express. It may come out uh, verbally abusive. It may come out physically abusive. But it's going to come out and there's going to be anger attached to it. And that's not good for either party. No. Because, not at all. Because then... What if I don't even want to receive it? What if I don't even want to receive it? Right. I just saw that uh, Judy posted something. I think I saw it last night. She said, how come when you tell somebody something, they made you feel a way, and then they tell you, well, three weeks ago, you made me feel a way. Yeah. Why didn't you say that three weeks ago? Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I am so... So now that that I have an issue, you got an issue? And so now nothing gets solved because now you want us to tackle your issue, which puts my issue on the back burner. And then it makes it look like I'm dismissing your Your issue issue. because I want to talk about my issue. But this was my moment. In my moment, I this is what happened in this moment. And I'm telling you in this moment. So for you to in turn say, well, what about this? That takes away from what I'm feeling at this it, it is a vicious cycle, and I hate it because it's like... I think it's, it's like, manipulative. It's very... I quit. Gaslighting, manipulative, like, why I do that? I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> it, that, that is the absolute... And I absolutely hate to label everything as manipulation and or gaslighting, but it, it is, is what it is. And that's exactly what it is. When you can tell... Some, when you dismiss somebody else's... Like, you're taking the heat off of you to put the heat and flip it back on somebody else but that's not what we're talking about and i hate it when it's this granted i'm an advocate for playing fair Mm -hmm. so if i say don't be on instagram while you're talking on the phone with me and then i in turn get on instagram while i'm talking on the phone with you i don't i should not be let off the hook fine that's that's perfectly fine point it out in that moment say are you on instagram while you're on the phone with me Let's mm-hmm. not do that. But don't right. say, but when you was just and you told me this and well, didn't you do it? No, nah, I don't like all of that. Me I don't either. like all of that. Me either. How about we just, if we have an issue, we address it in the Absolutely. calmest way possible. Or like I said, if you don't feel like talking about it right now, say, hey, look, I have an issue right now. I'm really not sure how to express it. Mm-hmm. Let me get back to you. But yes, something is wrong. Right. That would, because y'all know I talked open. about it does. And I'm an empath. So if you're upset, then I become upset. Yes. If you're sad and you're distant, then I become sad and distant because what's going on? I don't know. Is it me? Did I do you something? And yes. now I'm wrecking my brain trying to figure out what did I do? Did I do him something? Did I do her something? Like, what, yes. what, what is it the job? Is it me? I don't know what it is. So now my life has kind of paused because I'm trying to, figure out trying to figure out your what stuff. Did I, yes. Yes. I hate it. I absolutely, absolutely hate it. But I'm glad that you said that because that's exactly what it is. It's manipulation. When somebody has an issue, you interject your issue, which you had a month ago, yes. to talk about, oh, now you want to talk about? No, why? Are... And then I hate that whole mad day. Now you want to say everything when everything is out, but I, I hate it. I hate everything Amen. about it. Oh, Nothing my Nothing gets Lord. dealt with, though. Nothing gets not. dealt with. We go round and round in circles talking about this, talking about that, and then somebody always, and it's usually the person that had the issue right in the first now, place that yes. ends up saying, well, you know what? Sorry I made you feel that way. You walk away, and then later you're thinking about it, and you're like, you mad. Yes. Because it's like, you know what? Yes. No, that was wrong. This person manipulated me. They got off the hook. It was bogus. It, it works my my nerves. And then, you know what? It's also very immature. It's, because I deal with it with my teenager <laughs> when I say, what's wrong? Nothing. And even though it frustrates me in a moment, I also realize that this is 
a person that is trying to figure out things, yeah. how to communicate things. So when a grown person does it, it's like, wait a minute. Yes. You've had plenty of time to be able to communicate something to me. Even if you are not ready to unpack your feelings, it's okay to say, hey, you know what? I do have something going on. I am feeling away. Give me a moment to process it because I don't want to argue. Yes. Or I don't want to be hurtful because I feel hurt. And then we can come and talk about it. And like I said, yes. that leaves it open so that I'm willing to receive what you have to say. Because if I ask you about it in a moment and you say nothing or you brush it off, two weeks later, you can't come and talk to me yeah. about it. I won't hear it. Whatever I did, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you, playboy. <laughs> Because you should have opened your mouth and said something, oh communicated goodness. something to me because now I don't want to hear it. One, I'm not in that space. I don't remember what happened. Yeah. And now I'm looking at you crazy like you've been in my face or talking to me for these last two weeks and with these feelings and didn't say anything. And now all of a sudden you won't talk. But, and I have the thing issue. about it is the offense was created two weeks ago. So you were offended. So you remember how things happened. So like you said, I don't remember... You're telling me this, and in the moment, it didn't dawn on me that that's what was happening because I was not offended. So now you're telling me two weeks later, and I'm supposed to remember, and I'm like, well, no, I didn't do that. And you're like, well, this is what happened, and this is how I feel. Well, if you would have pointed it out in a moment, I could have caught moment. myself and said, oh, you know what? You are doing that, or, or you did say this, or you did say that. But two weeks later, you think I'm, right. I'm not thinking about that. It is so, it's so unfortunate because I do believe, and I say this, I say this often, probably too often for some people's liking, but at this age, <laughs> hello, hello. at this age, why are we still, number one, either holding our tongue or afraid of how somebody's going to respond? When the better thing to do is get it off of your chest because that's a burden now on you. Because if the other person doesn't know about the offense, they're living their best life. And mm -hmm. here you are holding this on to you. And they don't even know about it. When you could have just solved it in the moment or at least brought it up in the moment and say, hey, something just happened that I'm not okay with and give me a second and I'll tell you what it is. Or, you know, just give me some mm -hmm. time to process it. But I don't like what just happened or something. Just say something. Like, why exactly. are you holding your tongue? Why? Or why are you, you know, holding on to whatever this hurt? Why aren't you able to communicate effectively what is hurting you at this moment or your what has feelings. hurt you? Yeah. Why, why can't you do that? What is the problem? Am I, am I off basis by saying, you know, at this age? Because I think Not that we've all. all been through enough friendships, relationships, uh, work relationships and everything that we've learned that, you know what, hey, look, it's better for me to tell you this now than to try and figure out how we're going to talk about this later. And protecting yourself and defending yourself, especially in a non- defensive or mm -hmm. confrontational way yeah it's the best way to say when you are offended versus letting it fester right sitting there and waiting and holding all of this stuff in that is insane to me and i'm good for i don't like what you just did and it doesn't even have to be yeah. a serious thing or whatever be like wait a minute mm -hmm. you realize how you just spoke to me yeah or Correct it, even if it doesn't have to be a drawn out conversation. You can correct it right then and there. Mm -hmm. Say what you have to say, and then let that be that. Yeah. And if you are so worried and concerned with how somebody else is going to take it, that means a couple of things. That that relationship ain't solid, no way. Yeah. If you got to bite your tongue and hold back, and you can't say what you need to say, and if the person does not respond in kind, or they don't respond in a way that is pleasing to you, or in a way that's going to effectively fix the situation then you know where you stand with yeah. the person yes why sit there and let that fester because once you let it fester it's no longer on them if they don't respond in the right way because 
you waited. Yeah. If I don't know what I did, or even say, Anitra May, you just said something to me that I did not like, or you said it in a way that I did not like. Mm-hmm. I need a moment because I can't talk about it because I'm upset. Yeah. So then I know, okay, wait, I said something she mm-hmm. didn't like. She going to come back and she going to tell me, yeah. you said X, Y, and Z, and I didn't like it. And since you already told me something, I'm going to be going through my head thinking about what I said, what I mm-hmm. or I may figure it out. And before you even get back to me, you're like, I am so sorry. Right. I didn't realize. It's so easy. It really is. But we are so, in terms of like the, the gender role and all of that stuff or whatever, men are so in their feelings all the time without wanting to say it. And they are constantly thinking somebody is trying to play them or somebody mm-hmm. testing their manhood or, or trying to make them feel less than or she can't do this or she can't talk to me like this. And because you don't know how to express it, you just go sulk like a baby. Yeah. And which makes you really emotional and less than that sulking like a baby. And then you want to come back and say it once I say, well, sir, you did X, Y, and Z. But remember last week when you did? No, I don't remember. Yeah. And guess what? At this point, I don't care. It, it's the worst. One thing I like to try and remember, or at least to try and point out, is that everybody has their own thing going on. So people can do things absentmindedly. Absolutely. So you really can't be... You can't personalize everything. Right. Let's just say I forgot to call you back. I said I was going to call you back. I forgot to call you back. Well, you say you were going to call me back and blah, 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 blah. Well, and when I say I'm going to call you back and you don't do this and it, whoa, first of all, here's what happened after I got off of work. And this, 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 and this, and it it all happened in one fluid motion. I completely forgot to call Mm -hmm. you back. But now you're feeling some type of way that I didn't call you back. And all it would have taken was you just saying, let me pick up the phone and call her. Usually she will call and not personalize everything. Every Life does not revolve around you. And I'm saying this to myself too because I've had moments where I've taken mm-hmm. things and I'm like, well, usually he would do this or usually she would do that. She didn't do this. So I wonder if something's wrong. That may not even be the case. Right. It's not the best thing to personalize everything because people have a life. And if right. you say something in a moment, as we were saying, that gives that person time to say, you know what? Maybe I, you know, I probably didn't do this. So I probably didn't do that. And they can come back and say, hey, look, I think I know what you're talking about. Here's what mm-hmm. I probably did. Or here's what I remember doing. And I apologize. So right. we can still talk when you're ready. But here's what I'm going to acknowledge and admit to. Because I do know in this, this moment, this this, happened. it happened. But you come in times like, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Right. It's so easy it, and so simple. It's the worst thing in the world. It's the hardest thing in the world. But life is, life can be easy. No, I'm mm. not going to say life is easy. It's not easy. But things could be easy, but we Absolutely. make it so hard. Absolutely. Like you were saying about the whole communicating thing. Like if you can't, if you're not sure how somebody's going to respond in a situation, or if you're afraid of how they're going to respond, you got to rethink things. Because <laughs> I, I used to, I'm not going to say I was a church mouse, but I have never been one to always say everything that was on my mind. Mm-hmm. Now in my 30s. <laughs> If I feel it's necessary to say, I'm going to say it. And if I feel it, it was an offense that was directed at me or if I feel like it was hurtful mm-hmm. or whatever the case, yeah, I'm going to let you know in that moment. I'm not going to yeah. wait. I'm, a, I'm not going to say, oh, we're in the middle of Walmart. And I'm going to say, did you just look at our ad? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, hey, look, I don't mind you looking, but be respectful when you look because I know I'm going to look if I see some gray sweatpants. Plain Ooh. and simple. It's going to happen. Okay. All right. Argue with your mom because it, it's no argument here. It's okay, because he wore that lingerie outside he to did. be looked at. He wanted to be seen. Oh, okay, and, and I'm going to look. I'm going to give him what he was looking I'm for. I'm going to give him exactly what he was looking for. Okay. I'm going to be respectful, though. I'm not right. going to be gawking at him. I'm going to glance again and again. 
until he walks on by. Okay. But I'm going to be respectful. And I want you to be the same way, you know. So I'm not going to trip if a man is with me and he looks at another woman. I look at other women. I'm, I can give a woman her props and say, oh, she's beautiful. Oh, she's fine. Oh, that outfit is cute. So looking is not a problem. But right. it's when you start to be it's disrespectful. It's how, how you do it. it. So it's how you do it. Absolutely. I know that there have been times where I've probably taken something and personalized it. Or I've taken something and I've. I said that I didn't like it, but then went right around and did the same, same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not even about to sit up here and say I'm perfect, but I do also have the, the understanding and the mind frame to say, you know what? I did do that. I apologize. Or mm-hmm. I apologize that it offended you. Here was my intention. And I know the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But right. I think that if we are able to communicate with one another, there will be less misunderstanding. You won't have to be in your mind and wonder... Oh, I wonder if she, and maybe she's not going, and maybe he's not. If you just communicate, you won't have that problem. And you know, I feel like all the things, the gender roles we were just talking about, that everything is paved in security and confidence, right? Because if you are a confident woman, whatever it is that you have to do within your household or within your relationship, you're going to do it. Yeah. Because you want your household to work, you want your relationship to work, and the same thing for a man. I don't think that we should have gender roles. I think that we should absolutely have relationship roles. Because you might be in a relationship, and that might work for this relationship, and you may get in another one, and it's going to be totally different. Yeah. You have to do what works inside of that relationship for you. Everybody has their strong suits. Like, one of my other best friends, she ain't a cook in the kitchen. And what my sis won't do. <laughs> Her husband cooks, though. And sometimes she'll throw a little something together, rustle the pots. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the cooking comes from him. And mm-hmm. that works for their household. Right. But she is going to, she going to wash them clothes, baby. She going to wash them and fold them <laughs> and put them up. Every time I talk to my good sis, what you doing? Washing clothes. I'm like, God damn. Right. It, it, how many clothes y'all got in this house or whatever? <laughs> So right. they do what works for them. Mm-hmm. Because if they were in a household, if her husband was like, you the woman, you have to cook, they're going to eat raw potatoes and they're not going to be eating at all. <laughs> they're going to eat out all the time. Right. Or they're going to eat, you know, her few favorite little meals and then that's it. And then she doesn't eat meat. Her husband and her daughter does. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're going to really be in trouble. Yeah. They're going to have to eat what she like every, every single, single night. Day. And they, yeah. they're meat eaters and she's not. So you have to do what works within your relationship but again those things come with being comfortable because as a man he could be like well you know my mama used to cook or whatever i ain't have to do all that i know how to cook because i seen her cooking when i was single i cooked but i got a woman now why i gotta do this why i gotta do that and that kind of thought process is insane to me yeah or for a man to think that him and a woman get up every morning together and get the kids together uh she go to work he go to work and when he come home, there's supposed to be a meal ready yeah. for him to eat. She's supposed to be superwoman, and then you want me to lay down and have sex with you yeah. and get up in the morning and do it all over again? Um, no. And and no. Like, I say it all the time. I'm very, I am so comfortable and confident in who I am, and I also like myself. So if a lot of my thoughts and beliefs and things would keep me from being in a relationship, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, having a little man to play with, uh, on the side, when you have those physical needs, ain't nothing to have. We all yeah. know that. We all have <laughs> somebody we can call on for that if that's yeah. what we need. But so be it because I don't want anybody putting their expectations on me just based on my gender yeah. or unfair expectations. Now, within a relationship, if we have 
you know, verbally or non-verbally set the, the tone for our relationship and the things that I do or, or have been doing. If you expect those things from me is one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you come into the relationship and you expect me to be the cook, yeah. you're in trouble. Because I am a professionally trained chef. I don't cook for my daughter every day. And I love her above any and everybody on this earth. I don't cook for her every day. Some man coming along and saying, Anitra, I expect you to cook dinner every night. <laughs> Sir, you going hungry. Yeah. You going to starve. Yeah. Because just off of principle, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I think, well, two things. The relationship goals that people try and follow mm-hmm. is one Ooh, thing. Child. And then also the traditional gender roles is another thing. I always like to say I'm a traditional person myself, but I know in 2022, there's not a whole lot that can be traditional. Right. So what is happening in 2022 does not compare to what happened in 1950 or 1960s when yep. men were going to work, coming home and bringing a paycheck. No, women are working too. Yep. So I know that there's only so much that I can require or expect out of a relationship with a man because I'm working and ain't nobody about to tell. Granted, if a man came and said, Angela, you ain't got to work no more. I would appreciate it, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop working because I've had my own for too long to be dependent upon somebody else to provide for me. Not at all. That's not me. That's not what I would prefer. So I'm traditional in the sense of I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to build with someone. I don't want to be in relationship after relationship after relationship. Mm. No, not at this age. I'm not interested in that. There's no way possible that I should be. And granted, we all have different goals. Not everybody Mm. aspires to be married. Not everybody aspires to be a parent or have kids or whatever. And that's fine by them. But for me and what I desire, I'm not looking at anybody's relationship as goals because I know that you can have a relationship with John and then you can have a relationship with Paul. And what you did with John is not how you're going to operate with Paul. Mm-hmm. I would think, me, I thought that I was confident in who I am as a woman and within a relationship confines. Well, I had a conversation with somebody and I asked a couple of questions and I was absolutely blown away by the answers because I thought I was like, you know, mm-hmm. hitting every mark. And right. then come to find out, it's like, well, yeah, you know, you don't do this or you didn't do this or this, this, and no, I don't feel. And I'm like, wait, what? That's shocking to me. And it's like, I never want somebody's mad day to be their, the totality of how they felt about me or what I did within mm-hmm. that relationship. Like, don't let, because we're fussing, arguing right now, be, oh, well, you never did this. Did I never? Is that what we're saying? Right. You know, so for me, I want to be in a relationship. My relationship goals is to be in a relationship with a man who is emotionally intelligent, mm-hmm. who can communicate, mm-hmm. and who also has a mind of its own and not letting the goals and, uh, oh, well, my best, my daddy did this and my mama did this, so this is what I want. You talking about something 50 years ago or 30 years ago versus today? Are you the same person as your dad? Am I the same person as your mom? I'm not. He, You're not. So you right. can't expect these things. What do you like as a person? When you figure out what you like and what you want as a person, what we were talking about before mm-hmm. we started recording, I'm figuring out what I like mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. I'm figuring out all of these things on my own so that when it is time for me to bring it to somebody else, mm-hmm. I can say definitely what this is. Yeah, no, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. Just like I talked about on the last episode, the guy was like, oh, well, you're going to be first to my, my career because my, my business come first. I'm not going to be second to anybody. I've done that before. I'm not doing it again. Okay. And it is my option to say, yes, I want that or no, I don't want that. Right. 
And Absolutely. within my my confines of, re- of a relationship, I don't think that there are gender roles. I don't want to drive, though. That's one thing. I'll drive, but, but see, I don't a want to thing. drive. That's not even a, I don't want to drive because I'm a woman. That's You don't want to drive because you Angie Mae. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> but most men think that they're supposed to drive. Right. But I think that if you don't, like you said with cooking, you don't, you cook, but mm-hmm. you don't cook every day for your daughter. If somebody tells you that they like to drive, mm-hmm. then you will always take the passenger seat. Absolutely. I will. So, but I mean, I can drive every once in a while, but if you're telling mm-hmm. me you like to drive and you don't mind driving, then yes, I'm going to sit in the passenger seat. But Absolutely. on mad day, don't come and say, well, you never drive. Well, you like to drive. So right. why, in turn, would I take away something that you like to do? On me? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm encouraging you, that, baby. I'm, definitely. <laughs> okay. I'm rooting for you. I'm okay. rooting for you. I want you. you to do what you like. But, you know, like, for me, so being that I come from a big family and the women always serve the men, okay? Mm-hmm. My grandmother served my grandfather. I was right there to see it. My aunts served my uncles and their husbands. That's just what I was raised and brought up to see. Mm-hmm. Not that somebody said, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. Right. Because, you know, you're taught by what you see. That's just the expectation. Mm-hmm. My first boyfriend out of college, well, during college, being that I've always liked to cook anyway, I was Susie MF and homemaker. <laughs> you hear me? Susie homemaker, seriously, I would get up in the morning if he stayed at my house fixing breakfast. He went to work, he had a home-cooked meal for lunch to bring to work, or he would come home, he would come to my house, and I'd have lunch for him, I would cook dinner, all of these things or whatever, because that's what I had seen, and Mm -hmm. for so long, cooking was my absolute love language, and that wasn't just within a relationship. If I cooked for you, that meant I loved you, I cared about you, all of these things. It was just, like I said, what I saw, what I was raised to do. That's right. how I thought things were supposed to be or whatever. I was insane. I was out of my mind, young and crazy. What they say, young, dumb, and, and full, full of cum. Of cum. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was me. <laughs> um, because, like I said, I thought that's how things were supposed to be. And then as I got older, I would still see some of those same things. At one point, I really lost my mind within a relationship. I don't know if I was trying to prove something to him or to me. Mm-hmm. I still don't really know, but I know it was a, a toss-up between yeah. wanting to feel needed. And I think that's a lot of times within relationships, women, men as well, yeah. men want to be appreciated. Women want oh, to feel needed. We're going to get to that. Yeah, before, so, before we shut this off, we're going to talk about that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I absolutely felt like, oh, he needs me. Mm-hmm. So because he needs me, and that was fulfilling something inside of myself because I was lost. And didn't even know it. I was trying to do every single thing to please him. And in, in the process of trying to do every single thing to please him, I absolutely lost sight of Anitra, mm-hmm. of Anitra's common sense. Uh, <laughs> seriously, like I lost, I, I lost focus on who I was and what I wanted. And so many things that I let slip because one, he was very traditional in that way. And like the male, female gender roles. And he was very dominating and very domineering and here i am in a place in my life where i feel lost and here comes somebody that needs me yeah and so i'm going to fulfill those needs of this person that needs me and i'm his woman and in all of these insane thoughts and i feel like within relationships now it doesn't have to be that deep it doesn't have to be that extreme because i feel like my situation was extreme 
but I think that that happens a lot, that women are put into positions where things that they don't want to do, but they feel like they have to because they're the woman. Yeah. And so since they're the woman and because that's what they may want, they are trying to please him. And then in the process of pleasing him and show him appreciation because he go to work and he do this and he do that. But that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because my nigga, even if you, I wasn't here, you got to go to work and take care of yourself anyway, do. right? Do. So I, I'm, I'm lost on the basic things. Like we praise men and sometimes men praise women for the most basic things. And it's like, this is stuff that you have to do anyway. And who told y'all, for real, who told y'all that because I'm a man that this is what I have to do? Now, mind you, I'm a little hypocritical. I am. Because... I think we all have a little bit of uh, an oxymoron. Like, we're walking contradictions. Absolutely. Because I'm going to say this, and I stand on it, and I mean it, that I'm never going to have a house husband. I'm never going to go to work and, and come pay the bills and all that stuff. And my husband sitting at home, laying up at home and... And, you know, oh, well, maybe I cooked for you. Because we could have went out to dinner because you need a job. Yeah. We all need jobs yes. in here. So I don't need the the gender role for that. But I'm not taking care of a man in that way. So I guess, you know, it's hypocritical. Because if, if you hear a woman, she stay at home. She's a stay-at-home wife, stay-at-home mom, whatever the situation may be. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that's not for me, we don't bat an eye. We think yeah. that's okay. But my man, and, and it may work for other people, he can't stay at home. No. I done dealt with a bum. I'm not doing it again. That, <laughs> that reads bum to me. Yeah, that's that, bum that's, behavior. Yeah. Ooh, and I can't I, take I it. I get a stay-at-home parent. But again, here we go. It's 2022. The cost of living, inflation is at an all-time high right now. So you mean to tell me that one income is going to hold down everything? No, y'all going to be living paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. Because... As we talked about on the last episode, you have these people who say, oh, I want a man that makes uh, um, six figures. Ma'am, how much do you make? You want a man that work, makes six figures? And then, as the, uh, Swizzy Hunter said, what's the percentage? If every woman wants a man that's making 100K, we already know it's only 5% of the population that's making it. That pool is very small. Very small. So, make it make sense. I think that there should be a two-income household, but that's for whoever and whatever. Right, whatever works for them. Whatever works for you. Now, back to Jess's post. Jess said, the, the post said something about, I don't remember what it said, but my response was, oh, it was about being feminine. And do you have to, do you feel like if you are more feminine, feminine, you get more what, out of a man, man or something right. like that? That's exactly what And it I said, my response was, it's, it's kind of twofold because yes, a man wants a woman to want and need him, which a woman mm-hmm. wants a man to want and need her as well. But Men, wow, they're in their egos, mm-hmm. and I know I already know what you're gonna say about having to to uh, feed somebody's ego. I already know, but I do believe that if, like I said about the trash, I can very well take out my own trash. I don't mind doing it. It's not something I hate in the world. It is not something I even mind. If a man is in the house with me and I'm in the kitchen and I know that the trash needs, to be, I'll start packing it up and take it out myself. I have no problem with that. But I know that sometimes. If you do so much around a man that makes it seem like you don't need him, mm-hmm. he's going to feel like you don't need him. So, yes, I will say, you know what? Oh, can you take this out for me? I will do that. I will, knowing I can full well bring it outside myself, but I'll do that. Have a case of water in the car. I can carry the case of water inside, but I know that mm-hmm. if there's a man here, 
I should let him carry the case of water in the car just because he's strong enough to do so. It's less of, uh, it doesn't take him much of anything to lift it up and bring it inside. But I'll say, oh, can you get the water for me out the car? That lets them know. And, and this is me. I know I know you probably have a different mindset from this. But this, me out. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, I know that these things have to happen. I, the one thing I do hate is though when women get a man and or when a woman gets a man and she becomes completely hell babe what's the name of that restaurant babe how do we turn the tv on babe can you do i hate that me i absolutely hate that because i guess i'm independent at heart Mm -hmm. so i can still do things but some things i may just not want to do so i won't do it but that whole becoming helpless no i won't do that but i will okay i'll let you take the trash out or i'll say can you take the trash out please or i'll say can you get the water for me or can you carry this for me please i will do that i will i'm not gonna say it's dumbing myself down but i will say that i will boost or build up a man's ego by using small gestures to make him make sure he feels needed here we go here we go here we go i should insert like a record scratch here because it's about to go left real quick so for me ain't gonna happen i ain't dumbing down shit I ain't dumbing down. Shit. Do, do you hear me? Listen, if I legit need you to do something, I'll ask you to to do that thing or whatever, but I ain't stroking no ego. Now, I'm going to pump you up where we're needed <laughs> or I'll encourage you uh, where needed or whatever. We're talking about your job, your profession, something that's important to you. We're talking about, you know, you being a dad. If you're having a moment where you feel low or whatever, I'm, gonna, I'm your biggest cheerleader, but I don't ever want you. It, it ain't even about you. It's about me because i'm not going to be a damsel in distress i'm not going to dumb myself down i'm not going to stroke your ego i'm not going to be there to make you feel like more of a man (laughs) or feel like anitra needs me because i want you to know and understand at all times that i want you i don't need you when i hear women say but we do need um men we need a man to do this and to do what because god gave me the ability to breathe by myself (laughs) i wasn't born with some man attached to me as soon as we're 16 or whatever we're not automatically connected to some man and we need them or whatever no if if you are a biblical person it says that when a man finds a wife he finds a good thing Mm -hmm. it's not that i find a good thing and i gotta do all these things to make you feel like somebody no 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 and no i i want and i need a man I, i don't want to live this life alone I need a man because I'm not alone. I, I love the companionship. I love the support. I love the protection. I love everything about having you don't somebody need it. to do. I you do will, need it. You don't need it because you can live. No, I you're can. not not survive. You live. I can't survive without you a man. You can no not survive. You can, I can live. live. And live a good life. I sure can. And live a happy life. So you don't need it. You can. Need. What you need is oxygen. What I you need, need is water. <laughs> what you need is and a the roof. Air I breathe in to love you. <laughs> you don't. You want it. It's something you desire, it. but I you do. don't need it. And the reason I, I say need is because you you get lost in that. I feel like any person that feels like they need something outside of themselves, mm-hmm. you can easily get lost in that because if I you get, get if you get in these. Okay, I know you've seen people who have been in relationships or they were married or just long-term relationships and that relationships breaks up and then everybody's going to be heartbroken and then this person becomes a shell of a person. Well, you don't well know. see, that's, that's any person. That's, that's, I'm not, I'm not going to say that's that's a person that's that felt like they needed that see, person. And my need is different because I have operated independently for because years. it's not a need, it's a want and but desire. But that's what I think, though. I think that I do need. No, because if you you needed it, you would have it. 
Well, you would already have it. Listen, Perm- no, nope. that's that's the the duality of it because I can operate independently. But if you ask me what I wanted and what I needed, I would say yes, I need a helpmate. Yes, I need somebody to go and you don't grow need through it. life with. You don't need it because need is some a need is something that you cannot live without. Well. A need is something you cannot live without. Everything well, I can't that you live need, without men. I, I can't live without them. I need what? a man. No. I'm not everything. Like, listen, when I say this, y'all, I don't want y'all to think that that every day of my life a man has been present because that's not the case. When I say need a man, it's more so when I think about the success of life, of having a partner to grow and go through life with, where you're building with a partner. I, I can have kids solo if I wanted to. I would have to go get artificially inseminated and everything. But I would want to raise my child in a two-parent household or at least have a parent, another parent that that child can go to. So when I say need, the things that I want in life, I can do them alone, but I would prefer to have a partner with me. So I want it. And I feel like in order to get the things that I want, I would need that to be a, a an aspect as well. So if I want my child to have a father, I can go get artificially inseminated, but I will also need somebody else there to help me raise that child because I want a two-parent household. So let me tell you this, right? If, if you know me, if anybody knows me personally <laughs> or whatever, they know that I'm not a... I'm not a, a Bible thumper. I'm not a, a religious person at all. I'm definitely much more spiritual. And that's probably something else that Angie, me, and I will talk about. I'm already inviting myself back to uh, <laughs> another podcast um, talking about spirituality because you hear a lot of people say that. And, you know, I'm not with trendy things, but I've been saying that for years before that became a trend. Anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like God gives us what we need. And I feel like there's not much outside of yourself that you need that you don't already have. So I will never say I need a man. Yeah, I want one. Yeah, I want to lay next to somebody at night when I want to because I'm not even sure if I like marriage is the thing that I want or that I want to stay with a man full time, you know, 100% of the time. Like, you know, yeah, that's my man and we do stuff together. He have his house. I have mine. We've been together 20 years. We ain't married. I'm okay. He might have somebody else over there. I don't. I ain't over there that night. I might have somebody else in my house. I don't know. It is what it is. When my baby uh, gets out of the house with me, oh, Lord, it's going to be a whole new season for me. <laughs> but my point is that when I say God gives us what uh, we need, this is my little testimony. And this is why I say that. God knew that I needed my daughter. He probably knew that later on, Anitra probably doesn't want to get married. She's probably not going to get married. Or she may, but she may be at a point where she doesn't want to have kids or have any more kids. I need to give her this child now. This child is going to change her life. This child is going to give her a new perspective. So he gave me what I needed when I needed it. So I have what I need already. And yes, I needed a man in that moment to uh, procreate, to have this kid. But I didn't need him in my life. And he's not there. And again, that's his choice. But he's not there. So I didn't need this man to be around to raise my kid and to have my kid and to actually have one. So I feel like need is a very strong word. It's just as strong as saying you hate somebody. We don't need things outside of ourselves. And if we do, we would already have it. Because if you feel like you need something, you do whatever is necessary to get that thing that you need. You need oxygen. You need to breathe. People who feel like they're about to die, they do whatever they need to do to survive. We want things. We desire things. And you may have a strong desire for it. You may really want that thing. You want that future that 
that you see in your head, but you don't need it. You can live uh, a thousand percent full life without having mm-hmm. that that husband or whatever. And nothing is wrong with wanting a man, but you will never hear me say I need one because I don't need that to live and to survive and do any of the things that I want to do in my life. I don't need to have that. I want well, I to think have that's it. Where we, I think that's where we go on different paths because I don't need a man to survive. I need a man because I. that's what I prefer in life is to be with a man. Because um, you I want get, it, not you don't your, need it. I, but I get that. I get your I get your point of, you know, want versus need. I get that. But I also think that men are necessary for life. I think that they play a, a important role in, in life. So I feel well, like yeah. that I would need a man. I need a man. What you need it, him to do. It, here's the thing. This is what I was getting ready to say. I Granted, I don't have a, uh, let's, let's say I don't have a, like my life can go on without having a man. I'm not saying my life is going to stop if I never get a man, if I don't have a man, if I didn't have a man, if I never been with a man, whatever. I'm not saying that my life would stop. I'm just saying that when I say I need a man, in order for me to get dressed up and get cute, I can do that by myself. Mm -hmm. I can pay my bills by myself. Mm -hmm. I can go on trips by myself, which I have done all of these things for years. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I want a man. So that that's already a given that I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want a man because I don't, you know, I've gone through life as independent as I know how. So yes, the want is there. But once I've experienced, okay, this is how a man makes me feel. This is how a man uh, responds to me. This is how I respond to a man. This is how I perceive me and a male relationship to be. That's something I need in my life. Am I gonna so you go need to that the feeling? End? Like Am a I gonna fiend go to the... and needs their drugs. Like you need that feeling. You chasing that feeling. But independently, I can live without it. So that's why I'm saying it's not a need that is a life or death thing. And I get it. It could ju- we could just drop need and say it's strictly a want. Mm-hmm. But I do still think that men are, are necessary in my life. And I'm not gonna say men. I said men, but I meant to say a man. Your is, man. My man. Yeah. Is necessary in my life. I, I think that it, it's the word that's probably getting caught up, but I, I would want a man to say that he needs me just as well as I need him. The society and, and a lot of things that has happened, even this podcast and this conversation, is going to spark another conversation for somebody mm-hmm. else to say, okay, well, what's the real difference between need and want? Because she's saying she, don't, she, uh, she can do all of this by herself, so does she really need a man? Yes, I really need a man because I don't want to live this life alone. I want to build with somebody. Yes, Angela could build a whole empire all by herself. But I'm building an empire by myself and I don't have anybody to share it with. That's not what I want. I would prefer, and let me just say prefer instead of need. I want a man and I would prefer to have a man to grow and go through life with as well as to build with and to celebrate with and just to live life with. I don't want to live this life alone. You have a child, so you your need probably has been met when you say if you use the word need it may not be for a man but for me that's what i think i don't have kids so it's just always been me so that's why i'm thinking i'm saying the word need but again if we just drop the word need and say want and prefer Mm -hmm. then i think we would be on a different you know we would have a different conversation yeah, I but I think it's the word need that's just sticking out like, yeah, you don't need a man. Well, and see, and not necessarily with you because I totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I just, some people legit feel like, I saw of this, I don't know the girl's name because I don't follow her, but I've seen clips of her on um, 
on Instagram before, and she's definitely like uh, was one of those people that really rallied behind Kevin Samuels. Oh, and this uh, girl, she made a video. She was like, when I hear women say they don't need a man or whatever, I'm like, yes, you do. You know, I need a man. I need a man for guidance. I need a man for this. I need a man for that. I need a man. Like, legit need a, a man in order for your life to be of a certain quality. Like, need a man. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, man, I, I, I would be insane if I felt like I, I, if I didn't have a man... And I felt like women needed a man. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, what does that feel like to feel like I need something and I don't have it? So, you know, now that you're saying that, I can see how you're feeling about my statement. Because if somebody put it in that context, that I would look at that video. You're, if you could find, find it, it. and I'm send gonna it to I me, I would it. probably cringe at that. I'm like, oh girl, no, you don't. Because right. I'm not thinking about, I'm not looking at, I'm looking at it from me and how I am. Like, I'm very independent. Right. And I don't, I, if y'all know me, I don't talk about my personal life a whole lot, but I can count on three fingers how many relationships I've had. And the distance in between each one of them was years. I know people who jump, jump relationship right to relationship to ma'am did you breathe yet and you in a whole nother really that's not me i that's not the kind of need a man there is not always a man present present i've been celibate before i've gone years without being in a committed quote-unquote committed relationship i've gone years with being single i've been in situationships but i there listen when i say need a man it's it's totally, totally it's not like that. that you want, like, for your yourself now, but for your future self, yeah. where you see your life. You want that companionship. And like I said, I totally get that, and I understand you, and understand, because, one, I know you personally, so mm -hmm. I know what it is that you desire and what you want. But I, I mean, like, like I'm going to try to find um this girl's video. I'm sure I would have cringed she, at that. So I know, I, I can tell I how like, you're here. Now it makes sense what you're feeling. Because if I, I did not mean it in that context. Like, no, I can, uh, I can do all things through Christ. Okay. <laughs> I can do all things. Amen. But it's more, it really is a want and a desire and a preference. So yeah, yeah. I can, I can take that word need away. And you said it out. No, you, it's not you. I think it's Kiana and uh, somebody else that say I don't change my mind or people can't change my mind. Have you ever said that before? I think you did say Probably. I was stubborn. But see, didn't you, I just change are. my mind? <laughs> Baby. Oh, girl, good thing we was recording this. because That's to know that. That's to know that. Baby, ooh. see, you can change my mind. Girl. Ooh. <laughs> Baby. But, I Baby. mean, look what? at Guy. He placed that example upon your heart because I was girl. like, yeah, no, I need him. I do. But I've done a whole lot all by myself. All by myself. Oh, listen, so, yeah. but I mean, like, family, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a, a, a man hater or a family hater or anything like that. I think that love is a beautiful thing. I think connection and family and building with your person, I think, is a beautiful thing and that we all should strive to have that in one way or another, mm -hmm. however it works for us. But I think that if we walk around feeling like a shell of a person because oh, you yeah. don't have no. something or you don't have a companion or when people see somebody who's single or they're a certain age because people are absolutely getting married later in life and, and having kids, kids later yes, in life. Don't sure put that are. on us. My God. Boy, when they say, oh, you're still single. Mm -hmm. or, uh, when you going to, like, hold up, first of all. It doesn't have to happen at 20 no, anymore. No. Um, I can be 40 and get married and yes. pop out a little baby and be just as happy. Yes. Um, men do it all the time, but they put different things up on, on women, women. Yes. again. And 
I just told one of my friends this. I said that, you know, our bodies and our environments and everything adapt. Mm -hmm. I said, so, you know, right now, currently, when a woman is 35 or older, when she has a baby, they have to do certain tests and all of that stuff because they say that she's having a later in life baby. Mm -hmm. But 20, 30 years from now, that won't even be a thing because it'll be normal for a woman to be 40 and just getting married or just having a baby. It'll be absolutely normal and then to just take it back to the uh post that jess had made that talked about can you get more things from a man if you're feminine i was or um talking about like women now having educations and all of these things a lot of the things that the standards that women are setting for themselves will become the norm yes and so i think that eventually in society there will always be those old school people who have those old school ideas and ideals and traditional ideals but i think that society will hopefully move away from that Mm -hmm. and understand that women seek more than just being in the house and being a housewife and being appreciated for the domestic things that she can do that she has a mind a brilliant one at that and that she can that we can kind of have it all. We just have to figure out how to do it for ourselves. That you can have a successful marriage and family and have a career or have your business or whatever it is that you want. And it won't be looked upon as, oh, because this woman, she's a boss at work. She can't be a feminine woman at, at home, home right. to her husband. Oh, God. Oh. oh, all right. So I have, I know I know you have to go in a few minutes. That clock is 10 minutes off. So okay. I have three questions. Number one. Uh, how do you feel about being wanted and needed in a relationship versus you making sure that your partner feels wanted and needed? Number two, did you see the post that I shared about uh, uh, women and their standards in relationship now and on dating apps that there are more single men than women? Okay, and then number three, what was the last thing you just said? Uh, that women- Oh, oh, oh. The uh, masculinity of a woman within a relationship, like a man feels like a woman is too masculine. He can't open up to her or he can't uh, like she's she's just always on raw and never really soft. Do you how do you feel about a man feeling like, okay, I'm in a relationship with you, but I can't come and talk to you like the softness of it or she's always so masculine or so aggressive or so. You know what I'm trying to say? Right, absolutely. Okay, I know that's a lot of questions, right. but hopefully you can get to them. I can. So I'm going to start from three on down. Okay. So for three or whatever, I'm going to say three things about it. One, I'm going to say tough titty. Tough titty. Tough titty. titty. Like, old, still good. like, you know, the old people used to say tough titty. You need to, certainly maybe you need to man up because that maybe there's an issue with inside of yourself that you cannot, you feel like you cannot talk to your woman, whether she is masculine or feminine. You chose her for a reason. Get it together. The second thing I'm going to say about that is just sometimes... I say this for myself, that the reason she ain't soft is you. What you did? What did you do? And that's not me just trying to place the blame always on a man. When What did you do? Because nine times out of a ten, even if the woman is the most aggressive woman, and I can speak for myself, I'm assertive, I'm aggressive. That is who This Anitra is the shy is. one, y'all. That's the shy one talking. I am shy. But <laughs> I'm aggressive and I am assertive. Absolutely, in every situation, Anitra will be heard. However, if you ask my friends within a relationship, that's not always the case. That's not the forefront of me. I am definitely a... Um, Subdued version. Um, yeah, a more subdued version or a very, a softer version like of... Like Kenya. Kenya on the show on Housewives, yes. she's raw. But when she was in a relationship and they showed her around a the man, she's, hi, y'all. Hey. hey, 
So I'm different. definitely a soft aversion. So if you get a version of a neutral that's just not soft at all and you feel like you can't talk to me, you did that. I feel I feel unprotected. I'm outside of like that man said. I'm outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. I'm no longer comfortable. I can't be soft for you so that you can come to me because I don't feel like I, I'm soft. I can't be the person that you want to come to because I can't come to you because okay. I'm no longer soft. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of that is sometimes as women, we do have our guard up because we have been hurt before. And so now we are tainted. And because we are tainted, we see everybody within that that same way. Mm -hmm. And so in order to protect ourselves, it's like, I'm going to get you first before you get me type of mentality. So it's one of the three things. But the first two is for sure. Sir, check yourself. Either you need to check yourself or you did something and you need to figure out how to get her back to the place where she feels comfortable and protected. Right. The second thing with the um, the dating app, most single men, um, there are more single men on apps than women because women have a new standard that they're, you know, they're, right. not, they're not settling. So with that is, yay, like that is definitely a round of applause, a standing ovation, because as women, we need to have standards for so long. Women have made it hard for other women to date because we've accepted such shit and so when a man when a man gets with a woman that actually has some kind of standards it's hard for her to deal with that man and it's hard for him to deal with her because she has some expectations whatever your ex-girlfriend your ex-wife whatever used to do and used to accept that's not me i don't know that life that ain't me (laughs) i don't know that i have some standards and some expectations and when you come into me you have to be able to to have some standards yourself and you mm-hmm. need to be coming with something. You can't come to me empty handed, but want me to hand everything to you. Yeah. That's not going to work. So I think it's beautiful now that women have some, some standards and no longer accepting just anything from anybody. And women are absolutely getting more comfortable with themselves to know that I don't have to settle. Yes. It's not a rush. And I think that the more that the women are stepping up their game and not they're they're not taking it, that's going to cause the men to, to step, step up. up. And we were talking about this before we started recording. I, as a woman, cannot say I want a man who makes 60000 a year, but I'm making 10000 a year. Right. I can't do that. I have to step my game up. And I'm okay with men saying, hey, you know what? I'm not going to date you because you don't have a house. You don't have a car. You don't have a job. That's fine, sir. Don't date that woman. Exactly. Make her you step her game up in order to reach either your level or the next man that comes around. Yep. If more men would do this and if more women would do this, we would have a changed environment, a, a changed com- a community, a changed society, whatever you want to call it. Yes. yes. And you would have a lot less people um, struggling and living that paycheck to paycheck type of life or yeah. whatever because everybody's standard is up to par. And a yes. lot of people do feel like they do want to be in relationships. But if men just stop accepting just anything, from women as well then everybody gotta step their game up i agree 100% so when you meet a man you know that this is a man who has worked on himself working on himself got his ish together and when you meet a woman you know that you're not meeting a woman that always has her hand out she got something to offer too besides her looks and her body yeah you know more than uh, some crab with your dudes because she fine like Mm -hmm. what else she got yeah and then what was the the first first one one was being wanted being wanted and needed in a relationship versus are you okay with making sure that your person feels wanted and needed? Like, how so, do you feel about somebody making sure that you know it versus, or not versus, but, but and, and, yeah. So, for me, it has to be absolutely 
equal because like i said while i'm not going to be a oh i'm stroking your ego all the time i am absolutely your cheerleader and i got you i'm going to be there for you when you you need me you 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 need to talk about something something is going on or if i know that there are certain things that you you like I'm going to do those things. I need you to do the same thing for me. Mm -hmm. I need you to listen to me and know me and know what my needs and desires are within this relationship. If you can't do that for me, then at some point, because while I'm doing it, it's going to be innate for me to do that for you. But I'm going to step back and say, wait a minute. Now, you know, he likes this, that, and the other, and I always do that. But here I am feeling empty yeah. because I'm pouring from an empty cup because I'm not getting my needs met. I'm not doing it. I'm not settling for you. I'm not settling just because you are here because you say you love me. I don't need no lip service. I need some action. I need some thought and action and effort put behind those words. Your presence is not enough because again, you are talking to a woman who is completely comfortable with being by herself and okay with herself mm -hmm. so if you are stepping to me then you better make sure you're gonna meet my needs too because if you want your needs met i want mine met too all right and so so just to reiterate if you're dealing with a man and that he's the type of man like he does not i know you say you'll be his cheerleader but let's just say that he does not necessarily perform well until his ego is struck like would you do that like uh, would, would you we're not gonna be together because i'm not stroking your ego like i am not here to stroke your ego and make you feel like a man because either you're a man or you're not you're a man or you're a mouse you already need to know that you need to be secure in yourself and know who you are like i don't need you to tell me i'm a woman or a beautiful woman or anitra you this you that i already know i'm coming to you validated come to me validated come to me knowing who you are and secure in that and not needing somebody to stroke your ego because i'm the wrong woman for that because i'll be them <laughs> after ronnie told you something to hurt your feelings make you go cry back to your mama so don't come to me for that because so, i'm not her so okay so you're saying not saying you don't need it but you don't need it but so if a man did not tell you you were beautiful and that you were attractive you would be okay with that your man not any man your mm. man if he did not tell you Oh, you look beautiful today or oh you're so fine you so you i know you don't need it because your confidence just as well as mine is through the, the roof. roof so if you would be okay if your man didn't do that to you like you got dressed up and got cute y'all were going on date night and he didn't say one word to you so i'm gonna say yes and no because right? that's the ego boost right so not necessarily it's acknowledgement so because <laughs> i would know okay so i would tell so my man no so what you already know Right, so when you say, oh, he doesn't, pro okay, so let me say this. <laughs> Am I changing your mind? No. Uh -uh. See what I'm talking about, uh -uh. y'all? Uh -uh. I can't get the uh -uh. same in return. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I would say this, right? If he don't say, oh, you look beautiful, but as I'm walking by, like, he makes a gesture, or he grabs me, or he touches me, or he's affectionate, or, you know, like, he slaps my ass, or, or something, or whatever, then that's confirmation for me. I don't need him to be constantly saying it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if none of that is taking place, or whatever, if I don't feel like my man is attracted to me, then yes, that's an issue. If that is what you mean by stroking his ego all the time, or whatever, then I guess I'm gonna stroke his ego. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say those kind of things, <laughs> then, like, for sure, or whatever, because that's the kind of person I am, you know, as the old people would say, I'm fresh. So I'm going to be like, babe, you look so good. Uh, you know, he'll come home one day and I'll be like, all right, drop them, drop. You, you know, stuff like that or yeah. whatever. He would absolutely know that I am attracted to him, that he's that dude. In that way, then yeah, I guess I am stroking his ego. Mm -hmm. But as far as like 
you're not going to dumb yourself down or be a damsel in distress to be like, you know, sometimes I might not be able to open a pickle jar. Baby, open this pickle jar, but I'm not going to pretend and be like, can you open this for me? Baby, can, can you do this? Oh, my God. Baby, you're so strong. I ain't got time for all of that that's, stuff or whatever. And that's me. That's who I am. That ain't me. It's not, it's not me, but I know that the men need that. And like, I, well, and you I need I, another woman because I can't do it. I just, I, I, in, in my mind, like, it's just easy. But also, I am definitely a type A personality. I definitely am an alpha female. So in life, period, it's easier for me to do it myself than to ask for help. Thanks. Period. Thanks. So I, I'm going to do anything myself or whatever. And if I really need help, I'm not afraid to ask for help. But I'm sure going to try a bunch of times first yeah. before I actually reach out and ask somebody for help. So it would be the same thing for him. So shit, if I ask him to do anything, he better like jump for joy and take that and cherish that if that's the kind of thing he needs. But I would hope that he would be, you know, like in tuned enough with himself from the beginning to know, okay, well, this might not be the woman for me <laughs> because I am not... I am absolutely not going to be consciously thinking about stroking his ego all the time because I feel like any person who constantly needs their egos to be stroked, you have a problem. You need to step up your confidence and security within yourself because that's not something I need. Right. Yeah, I totally don't need the 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 ego being stroked or anything like that, but I do want to know that you find me attractive. I do want to know that you know that you are uh, turned on by me or that you do find me beautiful. Granted, I know how I look. I look in the mirror multiple times a day. Okay. And she agrees with me. Okay. And she really does. And God, he broke the mold and he took his time on me, sweetheart. Okay. When I tell you he took his time, he took a little bit more time. He, I, I'm not going to talk about God's children, but he took a little bit more time on me, you know. Okay. So I'm grateful. But I, I do, uh, I do, I will stroke an ego. I will build you up and and speak life into you now. And as I said on the last, I don't know if I said this on the last, but I, I do. I there has been times when my words have not, they have not been the best towards a man. But it, you have to know me to know it took something for me to go outside of who I normally am. So mm-hmm. what did you do, as Anitra just said? Mm-hmm. What what did, what you, did do? you do to make her feel like she has to be this masculine person? So. Yeah, those those are my thoughts on that. Anitra, do you have anything else to say before we wrap it up? Is there something oh. you would like to uh, touch on that we maybe didn't touch on? We talked uh, about feminine and masculine women and men, their wants and needs within a relationship, gender roles, which is what today's topic was about. And we talked about men and women cooking and the, the roles within a household, if that's what you want to call it. But I think that we oh. pretty much hit on everything. Did you? Oh, uh, I want to say... Uh-oh, is. here we go. She gonna hit us with that. This is it. That's all I want to say. Wait. So, what? Dating in your 30s. That's, I mean, I, I know that's, to that's a, a whole separate, another... Ooh, yeah, because that, that we... It's, it's rough out here. That's all I'll say. And if you listen to all of the dating episodes that I've ever done, that we pretty much saying the same thing repetitively, but it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. All I want to say is to the, the men and the women listening to this, do not, I repeat, do not get your dating advice from social media. Oh, God, yes. Because the, the stuff that's on social media is trash from the goals and what people present to us or whatever. That's not necessarily what's going on behind closed doors. Not. 
and the the preconceived notions the uh antiquated thoughts and all of that stuff is absolutely trash it's gonna get you effed up out here in these relationship streets yeah so try to be open-minded when you're thinking about dating or being in relationships like for real be open-minded because as angie may and i both have said you have to do what works within your relationship yes. for you you can't stick to no gender roles and if your thoughts are oh you know i'm a traditional person you're gonna be hard pressed if yeah. you are in your 30s you're gonna be hard pressed to find a single woman who shares those same thoughts as you that has not been jaded and or affected by dating or past relationships that's going to give you everything that you you want you had to catch her in her 20s mm-hmm. because maybe this conversation may be totally different if you had caught me when i was 20 or 21 it might have been different because of like i said all the things that i saw coming up or whatever and how women served men yeah you would be yeah, so don't get your dating advice from social media. Be mindful of the people that you listen to. And if you really want to seek some advice or know some things, like talk to some people who've been married for some time. Even take that with a grain of salt, but for real. Those are the people that you need to be getting relationship ideas from. You can learn what to do or what not to do. Yeah. But a lot of times the people on social media, media, they are single or in struggling relationships. They are not happy and somebody's needs are being met and somebody's needs are not being met. So just yes. don't get your advice from social media yes. or let that be your standard of relationship or your relationship goals, because I'm telling you, this shit is trash. It is. And I saw a post the other day, right before we wrap up. What a neat, I'm piggybacking off of what Anitra just said. Do not get your relationship advice from this podcast and or just from social right. media. Do your own research and figure out what it is that you like, because at yes. the end of the day, that's one person's opinion. And I can tell mm-hmm. you 100%. That somebody is sitting on here, like myself right now, I'm sitting on here telling y'all what to do or what not to do, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and my personal life is completely different from what I'm saying. Okay, amen. I am not practicing what I'm preaching, I can tell you that 100%. So, the same way I can admit to being a hypocrite or a walking oxymoron Uh or whatever you want to call it, other people are doing the same thing. So, you have to just, like, they not, they show not. So take what everybody is saying with a grain of salt, like Anitra yep. said. You have to do your own research. Figure out what it is that you actually like. Yes. Don't take a post that somebody said and said that women are supposed to do this or men are supposed to do that. You're supposed to be with a six-figure man. He's supposed to make $100,000 a year. He's supposed to take care of his woman and you're not supposed to work. Do you truly feel like that or are you taking that what somebody has said and trying to make that your standard because if that's the case you need to do some work on yourself because why at whatever age you are are you taking that to be the the blueprint for your life amen and you don't even know if you like that or not and a hundred thousand dollar a man that makes a hundred thousand dollars a year probably would not even bat an eye at you that's the word right there you know so take what we say with a grain of salt and that those are just my thoughts on it um yes i agree wholeheartedly I, I just, you know, I hope that, uh, oh, okay. I hope that we all have had a conversation that's hopefully sparking something in your life. 2.30. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it, you guys. So, thank you so much for tuning in. I think we're going to title this uh, Dear Gender Roles featuring She Say, She Say. I think yes. that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for it. So, thank you all so much for listening. You can find Anitra May at Harmony underscore Holistics. W H O L I C T S <laughs> underscore on Instagram. Yes. And uh Nitra underscore Marie on Instagram as well. Yes. 
All right, you all, I have all of her information listed below where you can click her links to her website or to her Instagram and all of that and follow her and welcome her back to the podcast because I'm Yay! sure she's going to be back. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We got to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>